episode sponsored by T? This episode sponsored by Lipton. What is up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Catch Your Life. I am your host, Casey, a sex-positive queer person of color who happens to model and is extremely into fitness and mental health awareness. I am here with my co-host again, Michelle. Michelle, this is me. I am Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I love the intro. (laughs) And I'm just a black person who loves black people. And, you know, I just want to work towards breaking down all the um, traumas, generational traumas that we have. Yes. In this podcast, we go through a series of segments. And the first segment that we're going to start off with is event session. How was your how was your day? How was your week? Oh, <clears throat> you said you've been tried. Yes. Oh, that was I mean, yes. Yeah, so I was I went out this past weekend, um, but today was a very busy. I've been up since like seven o'clock, seven thirty. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to work at both jobs today that I'm here. Um, but I mean, I can't complain. I'm living. Um, Blessed and highly favored. Yes, amen. Um, but this past weekend, I went out, and you know, you know, things people say to me is just ridiculous. Like, what happened? What did they say? I think ever since I, you know, cut my hair and I went natural, I, I just been getting a lot of comments about my hair. I mean, I've always got comments about like you know dark skin, whatever kind of questions, but or kind of uh, comments. Mm-hmm. But you know, the hair comments actually getting annoying at this point. Well, it's always been annoying, but it's getting too much at this point. Uh, first thing, I'll talk about the other thing later, but the first mm-hmm. thing, a guy came up to me and he said, um, I'm with my friend who is fair skin, and I want to say she's light skin. Yeah. <laughs> and a guy, he, he comes up to me and he says, um, I would pick you over your friend any day. First of all. Was that supposed to be a compliment, sir? Yes, was <laughs> that supposed to be a compliment? <laughs> second, of, second of all, I don't, I don't understand why people have to like, off- like you're trying to offend someone else, but trying to compliment me, one, Two, you're trying to say basically, I know normally people don't go after, like, don't want to talk to you, mm-hmm. but I'm going to say that to try to get the one up to make it seem like I'm some kind of pro black uh, hotep. I just don't like the whole, like, you're trying to do too much, you mm-hmm. know, trying to be, act like you were too into um, uplifting people when we know, like, your comments are still inside black. Yeah, it's still offensive. Exactly. Then you're offending my friend. You're right. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Wait, so how'd you take that? Like, what'd you say about I just turned around. <laughs> because that was the that was the second comment I got of the day. Yo. So I was over it. But then my friend, she's like, she's ready. She's on go. <laughs> she said, um, what uh, what did he say? What did he say? And then I said, girl, don't worry about it. Just don't worry about it. And then we went on for there. I mean, in a moment, I know that I'm so like, I'm, re- I'm ready with the comebacks. But when you're actually in it, it's like, I don't even know what I'm about to say to you right now. Yeah, when you're in the moment. Yeah, if in a moment of some racist stuff or some anti-black stuff, some, some, anything offensive, it's like sometimes you're ready, a yeah. lot of times you, you're really not. The event session segment is where we talk about relationships, life frustrations, self-realizations, and what we've been up to yes. this week or last week. Mm-hmm. So that was yours. Um, I'm trying to think week? what ha- Yeah, I'm trying to think what happened. <laughs> like, I was supposed to go to Fashion Week, 
Oh, you didn't you didn't go to I New York? I did not go. What yeah. what was the what was the video I seen with you the, the, the Cuban link thing and all that? Oh yeah, I was going out. Wait, what was what? that? Where was that? I don't know. Oh okay, so that was my friend's birthday party. So what? I thought you was in New York at some part. Okay. No, that was my friend's birthday party, but that ended up being really fun. That's good. It got crazy though at the end, like towards the end with the DJ and her <laughs> friend. Yeah, yeah, they tried to touch the DJ's equipment. The DJ was like, stop. Stop! 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 Like you're doing too much. You're doing too much. And the girl was drunk and she just wasn't listening. And she broke. She broke her equipment. She didn't break it. She was like telling her to turn it down. Mind you, the girl doesn't even live in the apartment. She's just a friend, a drunk friend. <laughs> yeah. Turn so down the music. She said, "Turn down the music." And then the DJ was like, "All right." So the DJ turned down the music a little bit. She was like, "I guess it wasn't to her liking." And yeah. so she took it upon herself. <laughs> to take her finger and, that's how you and get press it, yes, she mushed. Was, she's <laughs> she's wild for that. One. She now was. That was though. You're wilding, sweetie. We should have kept that for that. Yes. But yeah. So the DJ was annoyed, and then she just she was like, "All right, fine. Unplugged everything." And then the party. Yeah, the party ended. Yeah, oh. the party was fun in the beginning, but the end got a little um, crazy. Yeah. But what I really want to say for my event session is, this week has been challenging. So I feel like a lot of creatives need to hear that. Keep doing what you're doing. And if you ever feel overlooked or if you are, you're ever afraid to put out your work or if you ever feel like it's not your winning season, um, it's going to come. I no feel you. I am you. I see you. I hear you. Yeah. And if nobody told you this today, I love you. Mm-hmm. And just keep going because I'm never going to give up. I'm a Scorpio, so <laughs> I like to do a lot of shit on my own, <laughs> which hurts me sometimes because help is necessary sometimes. And I just keep it going. Like, I keep keep going until I see my goal accomplished. And then I'm like, what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. So that was my frustration of the week. Yeah. Enjoy. Mm. Oh, yeah. I also wanted to say enjoy the present because I, I'm always rushing the mm. future. Right. I want to know the future. I want to know the future. I want to know what's next. I want what's the contract. Where's the money at? But you have to stay present and it's your journey. You know what I mean? True. True. Because, yeah. It's your journey. Because definitely with me, I, especially with the whole comparing thing, I think that's a big issue because um, just me, I have uh, people I know who they're like, for example, their YouTube channel is growing extremely fast. Mm-hmm. And then I look at mine, I'm like, you know, it's very slow and I haven't put out a video probably a month. Um, and I just don't know where to go from there. So yeah. I'm stuck in that, you know, that in limbo, if you want to say. But yeah, I know it's, it's hard being, you know, trying to create things that people actually want to hear, even though you... But at the same time, it's like, if I care about it, if I care about it, some, you know, other people want to hear it. But exactly. And even th- though, like, you're getting one follower here and there, you're getting two followers here and there, those are your people, no yeah, matter those what, are regardless, people, right? and they're going to support you. Right. You don't want clout followers. Like, yeah. You just follow you just because you're a famous or you're this or you're that. You just yeah. want people that you want to interact with. And that's why I don't really care about um, having a lot of followers. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care about being famous. I just want to be able to interact with people and be able to experience different things. It has nothing to do with, like, I love the small YouTubers and the small Instagram people who you know have brand deals or they go places, they do things, but they're not as famous as, like, Aaliyah J or, like, you know, famous makeup or entertainment people, Mm -hmm. De'Aaron Ken, you know, like, couples and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that's all cool, but, like, I just want to be able to, like, interact with people, like, genuinely, not, like, fake, yeah. like, oh, well. I think we're really similar in that Yeah, aspect. I don't really I don't really want to be super famous. It's really just about interactions and experiences. And if you are famous, you're famous, but the goal is to have your work be noticed Yeah. for what it is. Yeah. And that's what I and be original, I was just talking you know, to my friend about that. Yeah, your original work that you thought of. And I was, who did I say this to before? I think I just posted on um, Instagram one day. I was like, uh, what is it? Um, I think intellectual property is probably more um, 
valuable than regular things. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can steal uh, my bag or something like that, but or copy, copy, yeah. right? Like, if I do a, um, buy a bag or, or buy a shirt, and you copy my shirt that I bought that someone else created, that's one thing. I'm like, oh, wow, she just stole my whole outfit. Yeah. But it's one thing if I create something, like I create a shirt, and I do so many things, putting in a work, thinking about all these different slogans, names, designs, whatever, and mm-hmm. then someone does the exact same design, they steal your work. Yeah. I understand now how people online get mad about that. And like, I was just talking to my friend about this too because mm-hmm. we were talking about how like I do a lot of like creative stuff on my story. Like you see my story, like right, right, the concept right. and everything. Mm-hmm. And I see a lot of people looking at that and Mimic- kind of like mimicking it, copycatting it. But mm-hmm. what I had to really what I had to realize was um, that they actually are interested in me. They like what I'm doing. Like they're yeah, inspired they're up, by yeah, me. Inspired. They will never be me. Oof, oof. They will <laughs> never be me. So my, I, even though they have my idea, mm-hmm. my idea might go elsewhere. It might go over here. It might go over there. But they will never have my idea. Right. So. They can keep stealing, like copying you, but they're not creating anything for themselves. So yeah. for a fact, we are gonna know that Casey started that. Exactly. But yeah, you you copying it, you can't say that's mine. Yeah. Right. But you can say that's mine. So. Exactly. I mean, yeah. You just got to take it as they're inspired and they find motivation in you. That's how I had to take it. Right. Did I always you... try to look for like the positive things in a situation, especially right. like nowadays, because I need positivity in my life. Yeah. I got my positive <laughs> affirmations and everything. Yes. Literally every day. I have like a hundred post-its on my wall. Every time I wake up in the morning, I write a positive affirmation. Start off with I am something. No. Uh, like I am at peace with my journey. Write it down on a post-it, stick it on a wall, look at it, read it. I have different colors too. So I'll read that color and then every other color that's the same, I'll reread it. And Mm -hmm. then I'll carry on with my day thinking that positivity, like setting intentions. Yep. Yep. That's how it's, oh, I need to talk about my relationship. First of all, (laughs) Beach. Go ahead, go ahead. I miss him. (laughs) What do you mean? I'm in like, a long di- well not like I am in a long distance relationship so right. like I am not used to that I'm always used to being in a relationship where they're in my state and right. he's like several states away so it's just like it's teaching me independency it's teaching me how to be independent and I think that's something that I needed in a relationship I think a lot of times people in relationships um, need to come to the self-realization that um, yes I want you but I don't need you and as long as two people understand that and overcome that, then it's going to be a great foundation for the relationship and also not having it built just on sex. So, which I tend to do. Like, But there are some people that can separate sexual emotion, like emotional attachment, from the actual being in the person. Like, they could just fuck whoever they want and not even... Yeah, I never understood that. Me neither. Like, I can't... I don't know what superpower that is. Yeah, like, I, I, I can't do that. I don't have that ability. Um, but... Think- you think people genuinely there's people you know who genuinely do that or like oh there's one they've been hurt and they oh well now I'm gonna do this or maybe it is a trauma maybe yeah. it is a trauma type it's of like thing a trauma but thing, yeah. I was talking to my one friend and she literally just separates the two like if I wanna fuck I'm gonna fuck and if I like you I like you and I can separate the two like I've never been like that. So yeah, I've seen I it I I've seen that. it but I've never thought of it from a trauma aspect and I don't know if she has any traumas but yeah, mm. it's crazy. I don't know about all that, but this shit crazy. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> because girl, sex take me out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, mm. I'll be Google Gaga. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how people because like for you to do that, I don't know. Like, do you even speak? Like, mm-hmm. 
Like, do you even talk? Do you even interact? Like, how? I don't know how that could be. Like, is I feel like it would just be like fake. Yeah. I don't know, fake interaction. Um, I could see how people might um think they like somebody and then maybe sleep with them and it's like uh yeah like maybe it wasn't it didn't go great mm-hmm. but they still like them so that's that's one thing but there's still people that like like somebody um they're looking forward to that the sex part and then it lets them down and they look at the person differently mm-hmm. i can see how that happens and then they don't really care about that anymore yeah yeah um but to initially go into it and be like i'm just going to sleep with you um and i don't I plan on not having like I don't see how I don't know I don't know <laughs> I, I just can't comprehend. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever had an experience like that right now? Where I what, slept with somebody and don't. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. I, I feel haven't. like you're really like set on the person. You Me? know what I mean? Yeah, like you it would have to be like yeah, because I'm not a person over... that you're really interested. Yeah, I don't in. really talk about like relationships and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, just because uh, your upbringing. Well, yeah, that too. That yeah, that too. And I just feel like I don't need to be like. I mean, I'll talk about different situations or experiences I've had. Mm-hmm. But if I'm currently talking to somebody, I'm not, you know, like showing them or nothing like that. Just Same. because not. It really has nothing to do with how. Um, if other people are looking, it's just I don't feel like that's necessary. Yeah. It's just like like I don't like when people are in a relationship and they post a person they don't show their face. Mm-hmm. I feel like just don't post them. Like, yeah. I, like, why are you going to be kissing somebody and then cover their face with emoji? It's like, yeah, just don't post them. I don't like them. that either. Like, you, you want people to be curious. You want people to be nosy. I, I don't... Mm. <laughs> I really don't get I that. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just like... But, okay, it's one thing if you post them, put an emoji over their face one time, a couple times, like yeah. holidays, uh, birthdays, dates, whatever. But every day... You're posting somebody and you're putting a, 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 a emoji on their face. It's like, stop posting them. I don't like the emoji at all. Like, yes. if you're going to put an emoji over my face, then you just don't post me at all. Because if you want to show me off, then show me off. Like, right, I you, shouldn't you don't be want people, right, you don't want people to like know. That. You don't want people, want people to know you're in a relationship. You don't want people to know who the person is. Yeah. You don't want them to know their Instagram. Okay, I understand that. But just don't post them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just not like that. I don't know. Even if I was in a relationship, I don't feel like I'll post. Nah, I probably wouldn't. <laughs> I'll post I'll when post. the time is right, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I've never had that experience, so I don't mm-hmm. know. I think I will. Um, okay, so today's mm-hmm. topic is I don't need your fucking shoes. If you don't know about me, you better ask. You better ask somebody about me. I don't need shoes. I don't need you. You crazy. And that's what the episode is going to be called if Apple approves it. <laughs> because <laughs> Apple has been shading me for the past two weeks now. The people. The mm. people at Silicon Valley or wherever it's called. Yes, from the late and great okay. Tiffany New York Pollard. Pollard. What you said late and great? She's late and great. Alive. She's alive. Late and great. Oh, wait. You want to <laughs> say that one? <laughs> late, great, late is like dead. Like, <laughs> real shit, real shit. Oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> so many times people think that you need their approval. In fact, I don't need your shoes. I can get my own shit. Mm. Thank you very much. Somebody better tell her about me. For real. Did you ever see that episode? I didn't, see the, I didn't see the episode, but I saw that clip. Yeah. I was like, what are they even doing? She said, I don't need your shoes. I can buy my own shit. I said, oof. Yeah. Whether it be a job or, like, relationship or mm-hmm. family or whatever it is, I think it's, like, really important to let people know that you are independent. I've always been an independent person. You can ask for help, but you don't need their help and you don't need their advice if it's unwarranted. Right. So you just need to let them know I am who I am. You are who you are. 
and that is our power, basically. Right, because the first thing somebody's going to do, like, let's say you ask, you don't ask for somebody's advice, and they give you unwarranted advice, mm-hmm. and you take their advice, um, and it's it fails. You you can't go back to them and say, you know, I you made me do this because they didn't make you do that. You chose to take their advice. Right, so just be honest to yourself. You can take their advice, and it could be successful. But make sure you're you're genuinely putting um, thought into whatever advice what or whatever. Doing. Yeah, you, you, it's honestly what you want to do. Their advice is what you want to do. Don't just do it because of who the person is, or because uh, you don't want them to not talk to you anymore, or whatever it might be. Honestly, put do what you want. If that it might be something they said, it might not. But you know, ultimately, do what you want because it's your life, and you came in here alone. Gonna leave alone. Gonna leave alone. Leave alone. <laughs> in that box. Anyway. Oh, go. <laughs> God forbid, Lord Jesus. That was so cryptic at the end. Like, what happened? <laughs> oh, no. This is so dark. Anyway. Oh, a lot of people try to be like other famous people, and that's going to get you nowhere. Like, that's literally going to get you nowhere. There's already them. That's them. Like, that's their name. Yeah. You need to create you for who you are. You need to love yourself. Find comfortability within yourself. Find security within yourself and un- be unapologetic about it. Because like I, fuck that. Right. I know a lot of people who are stagnant right now, including myself. You know, stagnant because um, even as much as we say we don't care what people think, we care right. about failing in pu- in, pu- pub- in public yeah. in, pu- in the public's eye. You seeing people see you fail. Everybody's talking about what she did and what she didn't do. Um, so not only do you have to check our own toxic thoughts, but you know, like I said, make sure you're doing what you want to do. And failing is with failure comes experience. So. I went to the socials and I asked about the self-love thing and I asked about past experiences, like what advice would you give yourself, your younger self? Mm-hmm. Like if you wrote right. a letter to your younger self, what advice would you give yourself? If I, What letter I would write my younger self? I would just say, um, it would probably be in all reference to school. Would or, it? Yeah, I think it would be all reference to school. Do what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. Don't be a biology major. Um, I, if, even if I wasn't a biology major, I probably still have d- would have done science classes. Yeah. Um, just so I I can have a more flexible degree. Um, I would tell myself stop worrying about what people think. Um, I was like I would probably I, certain experiences that I've had, uh, interactions I've had with people. I probably say it doesn't matter or don't D- don't ass. right or don't talk about this person or do this to this person because it's gonna. Something up in the end. Yeah. Mine would be like around self love because I'm just starting to love myself. Right. And it would just be basically love yourself and all that good shit that comes with it. Like be 100% yourself and be unapologetically yourself in front of everybody. Like, like show off your queerness, uh, show off mm-hmm. your femininity, show off your masculinity. You can do both at the same time. Like, don't look up to people's standards and don't try to fit in. Like, don't do that shit. That shit's not fun, and that that's not you, so that will never be you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so um, about the self-love thing, when when I first came out, I went into, a, like, a deep depression, mm-hmm. and it was, like, really bad to where I stopped talking to my friends for a little bit, and so I really had to figure out myself in that aspect of my life. So I feel like if I could give myself advice then, I would be like, don't, and I could still give myself this advice. Don't be so fucking hard on yourself. Like you are still in your journey and you are still, the little um, goals that you set for yourself matter and they count too. Just don't worry about the big goals as well. So that's what I would give advice to myself. And I completely forgot to add that in into the segment of the event session. So there you go. Right. 
Cue the ding. <laughs> ding! <laughs> Media takeover segment. Okay, Media Takeover segment is where we weigh in on pop culture and current events from the past week. So, what is your Media Takeover segment? All right. First, Nicki Minaj and her retirement. Um, it's so sad. Um, no, but, but I think she'll be back. She yeah, still has another album to give no, me. Yeah, there's no reason She for needs her to come to catch her life and like, we need who, to have a talk. But who retires, though? Yeah. No one retires. Jay Z retired, game. but then he came Jay-Z back. Jay like Z retired times. when I was like in first grade. <laughs> Jay Z like... retired about twenty years ago and still come back, uh, making same um, new songs with Beyonce and whoever. For still real? capitalizing off the backs of blacks, but that's, I'm gonna digress on that one. <laughs> um, but Nikki, um, I think just it was like she said. I remember someone said like Nikki, like, what do you mean about retire? Blah blah. I feel like we need more of an explanation. And she said she's gonna talk about it on what is her show called. Queen Radio. Queen Radio, yeah. Right. So she's going to talk about it on the next Queen, Queen Radio because she admitted it was very um, abrupt and mm-hmm. rude for her to say that um, on Twitter just like that. I feel like, right. okay, so let me get into my Nikki bag. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Really get into the bag. First of all, what's my favorite Nikki verse? What's your favorite Nikki verse? You can be the king, but <laughs> watch the queen. Okay. First, first things first, first I'm going to eat your brain. Hold then I'm going to start walking goat teeth and fangs. What else? <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay, back to my point. I think that after being disrespected for so fucking long, like she's yeah. been disrespected for like it's right. almost it's been like a year now. Her album dropped a year ago. Uh, you think she's been so, disrespected for a year? Well, no, it hasn't. Just, you're right. Drop <laughs> your glasses for me. Check me. Drag me. A year? <laughs> she said, "I'm about to drag this bitch." <laughs> she has been. I feel like she's. Well, she's been. She's been disrespected her whole jump, life yeah. since jump. Like since she came into the game. I mean, I understand. I'm not gonna say Nikki's without flaw or without like she hasn't done anything to anybody. But, but no one is. I feel like everyone, right. But yeah. I feel like everybody's saying, like, you you haven't recognized Lil' Kim. You haven't recognized Remy. You haven't recognized all these people, which she has. Yeah. She's brought the receipts. There's videos. There's like, you <laughs> literally to, videos. You don't have to look that far. She's even recognized Cardi B before that whole motorsport yeah. thing happened. Um, I think people just, I don't know why people are so, don't like her. I Me think neither. it's because she's been on top for so long. Yeah, that's what it is. And she's, no, she finally is starting to voice her opinion. Right. And I think that's she what just, people don't like. They don't right. like a black female in power voicing their opinion. That's right. what it is. Little Kim, the whole Little Kim and Nikki B, that yeah. was, they've been talking about that for a long time. For and she never really said anything. She never, she tried, she's always tried to be, be quiet about tired. it. she's tired. Now she's tired because it's been in her relationship with, um, whether it be with Safari or Meek, and then it's been in her... This is where I think the downfall started to happen. Meek. After Meek, that's yeah. where it started to happen. People started getting on the Meek bandwagon. Yeah. They had their little beef at first or whatever, and ever since then, she um, did the collab with Cardi, and then they tried... The fans tried to make them, who's better, who's better, who's better, mm-hmm. when it didn't even have to be that shit, and then um, people fed into it. And mm-hmm. then that's when it jumped from there. Like, it escalated. Then next thing you know, Cardi's trying to fight her for no reason. And yeah, Cardi just, out here walling. It's just... Right, but this... Honestly... <laughs> honestly, if you look at the whole Cardi situation, her throwing a shoe at the party, which was a year ago. Yeah. That is the definition of, like, just looking at what you see online and mm-hmm. fighting some... Like, and trying to fight somebody. That... I wish they would make up or do something because it doesn't really make sense for you to say, Nikki talked about my daughter... I was told that by somebody online that yeah. photoshopped a tweet and like It's what? literally high school. You remember when right. you're in high school and right. Facebook you, used to be popping? Right. And then or and then even you, MySpace used to be popping right. in high school. All the versus pictures and all that. If yeah. you think of, if you think about it, like 
Cardi's like two years older than us. Mm-hmm. She's going online and looking at what people are saying. She goes online and Googles her name and sees what people, Googles her name on yeah. Twitter and sees what everyone's talking about, like saying about her. Mm-hmm. Nikki, I'm not going to say she doesn't do that, but she probably doesn't do it at the extreme that Cardi does because Nikki's like almost 40. Yeah. yeah. She, mind you, she was on Instagram and stuff like that, but she didn't get oh, much training. Tra- yeah, that. she didn't but get much training. What do you it. think about Nikki saying the thing about um, Cardi using sympathy and payola and all that to get where she's at? Payola, like paying the radio stations. I believe it. I, I believe it. I, I think it's true, but mm-hmm. the thing is, like, I feel like a lot of artists do that. Uh, a lot of artists do do that. Yeah. But I think the whole thing is, and this is why I really don't like Cardi that much. I mean, obviously, I still know her songs, every word to her songs, because that's all they play on the radio. Yeah. But um, I feel like the, only, the reason I don't like Cardi is because, I mean, obviously, we all like money. We all want to have money. We always want to be comfortable and do all the things we want. But I feel like when it gets to the point where all these artists, City Girls, Cardi B, talking about, I don't care about rap. I don't care about the art. Mm-hmm. I just want to make money off of it. Yeah. I don't like that. Like, to I don't an, like to that. an extent, yeah, I get it. We want to make money. But like, to a, you're ruining the culture. Yeah. Because you're always, first of all, City Girls, Cardi B, you're always going to be a, a part of hip-hop, rap, you're in, like in the timeline. So we're going to go through this timeline where people, we've had rap for so long that now people just know well, I know that kids are listening to this, so I'm just going to say this, this, and this because I know I can make a money. Exactly, if I just make myself, a quick coin off of talking it. Talking about whatever they but talk what about. But what they don't realize is kids are looking up to them, and right. whatever they say, that shit's going to come right, right back in it. your face. Right, ruin it. Like what they did with this, like the, the video they had put out. The city girls talking about trying to get clout, talking about Card- Nikki, I hate oh, Nikki, yeah. I hate Cardi, all that stuff. Yeah. But now they're on the same label. It's terrible. It's and terrible. yeah, it is bad. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like. So she announced her retirement, and then um, she said that she was going to be on live. She said she was going to talk about it on Queen Radio. Oh, Queen Radio. Um, the next Queen Radio that's coming up. Um, I feel like she's just tired. I feel like... Um, she's tired, and she wants to start her family. Like, she's getting older. She wants to settle down. Yeah, like, and then people were saying, I don't know who I don't know if it was a tweet. Someone said, well, Beyonce is 13. 37 and she had two babies and she jumped right back on the stage in a year and she had a family and she's still doing music mm-hmm. it's like first of all fans they don't see their idol as an actual human being right look at the way they like, talk about yeah right. look at the way they talk about nikki in comparison to car in comparison to beyonce yeah beyonce is the queen this this and whatever they're always comparing nikki, black females. nikki's an old hag they said she's pushing 40 Beyonce older than Nikki. Yeah. No one ever calls Beyonce old hack. So what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> right. Who are you talking about? <laughs> you know the way it's just it's just hatred. It oh, is her. hatred towards hatred. her. I think it's gonna get better for her eventually though. She just has to like. I think this retirement will be good for her, but I think she'll definitely be back, and people are gonna miss her because I feel like after she leaves, there's gonna be a lot of female rappers confused on what the next step is. Yep. There's just gonna be a bunch of. Hoopla. But we're gonna have to see what happens. What's yep. up? What's up to come? What's your other topic that you had? The new iPhone. Oh, the new iPhone. iPhone. It's called iPhone 11 Pro. So it's iPhone 11 Pro, like a MacBook, mm-hmm. or um, <laughs> the iPhone 11. So iPhone 11 Pro. So they said that the price is gonna be extremely low in comparison to the iPhone, the last one that came out, XR or whatever. I think I saw prices online already. It was like five ninety nine, mm-hmm. six ninety. I said, oh. Why is that though? Do you know? I think because people are complaining about the prices, I feel like. Yeah. And they, they know they don't have to be that expensive. I, I don't know. Literally, they, they don't have to be expensive at all. <laughs> people are going to get the next new thing, <laughs> right. like the next big thing. It doesn't make sense. They want to grab it. Yeah, but um, let's see. So the new the updates. So the iPhone 11 um, Pro is going to have three lenses. Okay. Um, I saw it. Yes. It looks intense. It looks Cringe. like a 4K camera. <laughs> Cringe. You know, people are saying it's... Um, 
what is it? Producing a sense of tripophobia, which is like the fear of like little holes yeah. and repetition, rep- oh repetitive patterns. And um, I see it, but at the same time, I'm like, I feel like if I just saw the three cameras, I wouldn't have thought that until people said it. Like, just yeah. imagine three lenses in everybody's um, mirror pics. Sick. Mm. But there's new colors. There's a lavender and there's hey, a green. Okay. I'm, that purple looking nice. <laughs> it's but, looking real right. <laughs> but how, what do you think about... That was a real quick one. But what do you think about YG and Kehlani? YG, oh, I love them. Yeah, YG they're and visually... Okay, they're really, aesthetically pleasing. They are aesthetically <laughs> pleasing. I don't know their relationship or how they work. Like, I yeah. didn't see them on video yet. But yeah. I've seen them in pictures and they look cute. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I can relate. But it was <laughs> real. <laughs> like, real oh, you goals. have her posting them? Yes, goals. I didn't see that. Yeah, oh, God. it was on my story. But I was confused because she just had a baby. Like, I guess the guy was a donor and that was, like, no, her, really her best don't friend. Don't say that. Don't say Why? that. Why? Was that her boyfriend? No, or? he... Um, yeah, I think that was her boyfriend. Yeah. But, um, I'm just really confused about that, but I'm happy for her because I love her music. No, he went and... on. He was snapping on um, Twitter recently. Was because, he? Yeah, because, he's probably in his feelings. Because he said, "I am not gay." I, I think he identifies. He's bisexual. As, he says, "I do not identify as gay." He said, "Now or have I never ever identified as gay?" He said, "I was not a sperm donor." He said, um, "I love my daughter. We had the baby out of love and blah blah whatever he was saying." He said, "I am not gay," or I do not. Um, I swore, I swore he said he was queer. Queer, like, queer. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't make sense. He said, I like what I like. I said, okay, brother. But people can change, fluctuates, like, I guess. <laughs> I was watching, um, I don't know if you heard of Paul Mooney. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, comedian, very old, like older, like Richard Pryor, like older, Eddie Murphy. He, um, there was some accusations that he molested Richard Pryor's son. What? Well, I know. So I follow like this comedy page on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And called Comedy Hype, and they recently did another a sit down with Monique. Um, and ever since then, they're about like, Netflix. Yes, about Netflix, <laughs> about Steve Harvey. It was good. I said I, Tyler oh, Perry sent me the link. She was going in. I believe her. Anyway, no, I believe her too. Like I yeah. believe her one hundred percent. And the shit that she said about Oprah, I believe too one hundred percent. I don't know um, why people think Oprah is for blacks. <laughs> Yo, don't. I don't. Right I don't. Okay, we, right we, we have a whole session about that one or something. Because <laughs> no, I, know, I, I do love not Oprah, though. I really love Oprah. For why? I, I love where she was. I, okay, so I don't know about current Oprah. Like, Let me, uh, I'm going to have a comeback for everything. Go I ahead. don't know about current Oprah, but past Oprah, she, I feel like she was very inspirational in my life. She was very motivational in a lot of people's lives. She helped a lot of people out. Um, yeah, her talk show moved. Like, it shook the nation. Like, if, if there was an internet to break during that time, it broke the internet. I feel like Oprah has gone through a lot. She's gone through a lot of struggle. Know her whole story. I got you, baby. I agree. She's been raped. She's had a kid. Lost a kid. She's been with her, living with her dad. Um, she's rags to riches. Her grandma was, well, <laughs> I'm not going to say that. <laughs> her grandma was a slave, but, like, whose grandma wasn't? <laughs> Like, Real. but dead ass. I feel like she's. I love stories like that, and um, yeah. So what you but gotta say? What I think you gotta the thing. About? <laughs> gotta yeah, thing about that is that what we have to understand is that not everybody who goes through stuff they're genuine. They're not. Not everyone who struggles is gonna grow up and try to stop other people's struggle. Yeah, other people's struggle. Mm-hmm. And I, I agree. Oprah has helped a lot of people. Uh, I can't. You can't deny that. Yeah. But um, I think. There, get, there comes a point where she started to lose herself. Mm. Like, I'm, I'm sure the early days in her career, I feel like what we saw on camera is different than what we saw behind the scenes, which is true for a lot of people, a lot of things. Um, but, like, 
I remember Nikki said in one of her um, in one of her interviews that like when she was a little girl, mm-hmm. Oprah had came to her uh, school, high school or middle school. Nikki Minaj. Like, I said Nikki. Yeah. No, <laughs> I met Monique. Oh my god. Yeah. No, when 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 Miss Minaj when Monique was younger <laughs> Oprah came to her school and she actually got a chance to meet Oprah she said I love you Oprah when I see when I look at the camera I see a big fat black girl um I see uh I see myself and Oprah said I see you and said yeah. all these motivational words she was saying fast I forward, see myself in you fast forward like 30 years later when Nikki won I said oh my god you did say, say Nikki. Nikki see I told you god forgive me. I was like wait Nikki Minaj cause I when, know she was in acting school <laughs> So maybe she was when there for Monique, the color purple. Oh, yeah. was probably not even, she's a baby. But Monique, um, later when she won an Oscar for Precious, um, she went to Oprah and was saying, you remember I saw you, you said you saw yourself in me. And Oprah said, I say that to everybody. She's like, baby, I said it to everybody. She said, I said it to everybody. And that broke her heart. And, you know. Yeah. But I, I did feel, hear that story. That's yeah. yeah. And I believe that story. Yeah, I, 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 me too. So you I, think that she's using it for branding at this point? I feel like everything that when you get to a certain point, just like Steve Harvey, you see the interview with Steve Harvey and Monique. I feel mm-hmm. like so when it gets to a point, everything is about um, I feel capitalizing. Like Steve, Capital- well, yeah, of capitalism. Course. Yeah, yeah, I feel like that is. But I feel like Steve Harvey was trying to help her though. I really <laughs> no, I do. I really do. I feel like he he was trying to help her in like a certain a small aspect of it. Why? How do you think it was help? Because the fact that mm, <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I was gonna say the fact that he had. Her on his show, but that could be for ratings. He had it right for ratings, and he had it on the show after the fact. Monique mm-hmm. was saying that she was called. She said Steve Harvey never called her, and this is for rating. Steve Harvey never called her when she he heard all the stuff was going on, but he kept calling her her sister, his sister. Mm-hmm. He said, "If I'm your sister, why have you never reached out to me?" Yeah. When, when you know they're a blackballing, when you know all this stuff, when I know they're blackballing me, and you have a to- uh, talk show, you have Family Feud, you have all this stuff, um, and but at this point. Wouldn't you feel like, so if she called you and you guys were actually genuinely friends and you guys talked about it, you wouldn't feel like she was a loose cannon? Like she would use you as a reference, messing up your career? Mm, you know what I mean? I with Monique, Just looking at it from a PR aspect. I, but I feel like if you call somebody and say something, you shouldn't be afraid to say that. That's true. But obviously, you know, that's not reality. Yeah. But like... If you're gonna talk about, I know that Oprah's doing this to you. I know Tom you never doing know. It. She could call him, record it. But like, if you're gonna call her and agree with her in a private, you should agree with her yeah, in public. Yeah, in public. That's true. Because why are you gonna go on TV for rate on your show and say she? He's basically telling her, "Well, stop. Don't be as loud. Don't talk about it as much. Don't do like." No, that's typical. He's helping her to stay in underneath the thumb of those people. Oh my goodness! But what I was saying about Paul Mooney. Because we had took off. Yeah, we did. <laughs> but Paul Mooney, this is his last name. Paul Mooney, um, he was accused of, of uh, molesting Richard Pryor's son, Richard Pryor Jr., who's like in his 50s now or something like that. Um, and they interviewed his sons because Paul Mooney's like sick or something like that because he's older. He's probably like in his 70s. Um, they interviewed his sons, and his son said, and this is problematic, I think overall their interview they had on Comedy Hype, I'm going to send it to you, was yeah, please do. good. With some of the stuff they were saying, because they um, about homosexuality, but a lot a lot of it was toxic. Toxic to accept some of the stuff they were saying. Like they said, "Oh, my dad can't," because 
people have always said, even before these accusations, that they think Paul Mooney's gay just because of his feminine, like, mm-hmm. feminine ma- mannerisms. And um, it's always been speculated or said. So his son said, um, I don't know if he's gay. If he's gay, it won't change my love for him, blah, blah. It might even make him more famous in the society we live in now, blah, blah. They said... Mm, that's problematic. Yes. But, but I mean, <laughs> you, don't think that would, you don't think that would make him even yeah. bigger comedian um, now? Um, but... It, I don't think it would, but I think that's a problematic statement because he's like trying to capitalize off off of it, like back to what we were talking about with Oprah and mm-hmm. Steve Harvey. Like, you need to if you're gonna come out and you are truly who you are, then right? Do it but for the thing you about it is, he's not passion. saying he he has never said he's not admitting to being gay. He's yeah. not coming out. Maybe he's not gay. He, he, yeah, maybe he's not gay. But um, they were saying that the interviewer at interview we asked him. Um, don't you think he'll become more famous in the society we live in now? He said, I think it would make him more famous because of um, it'll cause more conversation about it. But um, yeah, and he they were just like, this is the problematic thing. They said um, he can't be, or he's not gay. He can't be gay because he had us. And I said, <laughs> that does not mean shit, baby. You're right. Let I me said, tell you. <laughs> I know. And somebody, in the, I read one of the comments. The comment said, I know plenty of gay people that have tons of kids. So exactly. I don't know what you're saying. That are biological, right? So it has nothing to do with. I don't know why people think that people are gay, don't have kids with women, or, you know, don't sleep with men, women, or, you know, exactly. whatever. Exactly. There's it, a spectrum to gayness, and right. there's a spectrum so to queerness. Like, if I go on my Instagram and I look at the people that follow me, I could point you out a few that have kids that are theirs with another woman. Yeah. But, like, it's a spectrum. <laughs> they could be bisexual, they could be gay, but you could just do it because you want your own seed, like, yeah. and you can't afford a freaking surrogate. Like, yeah, who I, has money for that? <laughs> But that's problematic. You need to send me that. Yes, I will. You need to send me that. Okay, so mine was the um, Black Girls Rock on BET. Oh, yes. I, so, I knew you were going to talk about that. Yes, so fucking problematic. Oh, my gosh. So Black Girls Rock was on BET, and there was commotion, and everybody was talking about it, how they didn't include black trans girls. So Angelica Ross, she's from Post. She tweeted, Black Trans Girls Rock. I'm willing to bet, and she put it like BET that no trans women were invited or highlighted at Black Girls Rock. Is it 18 now? 18 black trans women have been killed this year, but no mention during the segment dedicated to the lives lost. And then she put question marks. Like, BET, where are you at? This is extremely problematic, and I'm about to drag BET right now. I'm, yeah, like, I can't. First of all, um, in 2019, like she said, 18 black trans women have died. And that's crazy because the only ones that are reported are black tra- are trans women of color. And 11 out of those 18 black trans women were under 24 years old. These deaths were not like stub your toe type shit. These deaths were literally, let me name, Dana Martin, Jazeline Ware, Ashanti Cameron, Claire Legato, Malaysia Booker. We, Malaysia Booker was on The Shade Room, so you might know her. But these deaths are brutal deaths. These are strangled deaths. These are getting shot. These are getting brutally beaten deaths. And for BET to not put them at least like a fucking five minute segment is actually fucking ridiculous. Black girls rock and black trans girls rock. And it doesn't matter what form of blackness you are, you should be included. It should be inclusive. So she was saying that she doesn't even think that BET um, invited any black trans women and I don't everyone has been tweeting about how they haven't been invited and I don't know if it's true or not but like I would expect like Laverne Cox to be there like she's a staple mm. black trans woman you know what I mean right. so 
I don't know what's going on with BET, but I'm highly upset with them. Yeah, first of all, <laughs> we have to think about it. BET. <laughs> Even though BET means black entertainment television, and people that run BET are not black. Yeah, they're not owned by black. Um, yeah, they might put that, that one lady that's been at every show, Debbie or whatever, Deborah, at the face of it, but she does not run everything. Yeah. These are not. These what's are not her the, role again? Who the hell knows? <laughs> <laughs> she is not. They're not sitting down. They pay her all the money right. to walk up at every BET award <laughs> and say to, thank you for real. <laughs> but like the people that are sitting at the tables coming up with who they're inviting, I'm sure there might be a couple black faces in the room. But they're looking at clout. They're looking at who can bring them. You know. Yeah. You know the most viewings, the most ratings. Who's gonna be like hype? The person's there, whatever. Um, not only that, but. People are scared to have those kind of conversations. They don't want to be problematic because then people want, they think people are going to cancel that, cancel BET or do this and do that. Because when I see stuff like that on the shave room, um, the, the the tweet you were talking about, people saying that uh, BET did not include black trans women, mm-hmm. I don't read the comments because I already know the comments are going to be hectic. Yeah, because they are. Because as much as people would like to say that we accept gay people, we accept this, that now, nowadays, whatever that means, mm-hmm. those comments are still toxic. There's very few or very little that you can sit and read, and it's not it's saying something crazy. One person said, like, let's say I do open comments. One might say, oh, because they're literally a man, or they're literally this, and they're literally that. But, and this is how I always think about it. Even though I know Kehlani is not trans, I think about it like this. Kehlani has always been open, I guess, about being sexually fluid. Mm-hmm. No one has ever judged her on that. I mean, people say certain things. Um, I know one time I had an issue. Why do you said, think that is? Because I think she's because she's a woman. You she's think attractive. Cr- she's attractive yeah. woman. Like um or, or whatever society standards of what attractive woman is. Um, it goes all the way back to prehistoric days. Yeah, like, you could, it's more acceptable to be a gay woman or a mm-hmm. bisexual woman than it is to be a gay man or a bisexual man. Right. Because back in the day, what they used to do is they used to use women and they used to have like threesomes and shit like that, and it used to be socially acceptable. So right. for now, us to bring it to present day, it's like, oh, okay, lesbian. Yeah, I think. But could deal with it. And now I always and I thought about this when um whatever the Kalani YG date and whatever. I thought, like, do you even think YG had a conversation about with her about, um, oh, I'm scared to come out with her in public because she no, dates, she's dating women? Yeah. Right, like... That shit probably turns him on. Like, I've had, Exactly. <laughs> so, like, I've had girls say to me, like, in conversation, like, could you even talk to a man who's bisexual? It's like, how is it any different than, you know, a woman? Yeah, there was an episode <laughs> of Insecure... Insecure. Insecure. Oh, God, like, my tongue today. <laughs> Insecure where Yvonne... Her name, what's her name in the show, Yvonne? Uh, the best friend. Yeah. I don't know. What is her name? In, no, We're no, moving no, no, on. No, 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 no. <laughs> I forget what it is, but she was going out with this fine ass nigga. So fine. And oh, he, yes. yeah, and then he was like, I'm bisexual. And she was like, I don't know if I could do it. Like, like why is that? Like, it's not the same. There's double standards. There are. Yeah. I think it's just a thought that people, I also might think it's because people think that if women talk to women or date women or sleep with women or marry women or whatever that there's a possibility they might break up like it's easier for them to break up than a man is that did that make sense no what do you mean i feel like people think whenever a girl's dating another girl it's like an experiment right oh really or like if they if they say they're bisexual it's like a phase right if they say that people say it to lesbians too but if they're bisexual or queer and they're talking to another woman i feel like a lot of people think that it's a joke Mm-hmm. Or like they might think it's easier for the girl to go back to dating a man yeah. or something like that, if that makes sense. But I feel like if it's a, a guy, I don't know. I feel like people think that 
I don't know. Like, it, it, they're gayer. It's set in yeah, stone. Yeah, it's like they're gayer. Like, yeah. Even if you find a, a man attractive, I just can't. Even if you, even if they're bisexual and have never even had a sexual experience with a man, people still are like, no, yeah. I can't do it. I, I, I don't get it. I mean, it's more socially acceptable to be right. a lesbian. Yeah. That's just what the bottom <laughs> line is. Like, that's, that's what, what it comes is. down to. And all that stuff is relatively new. Like, the, the, the break, like, when I say new, I mean, like, 1800s. Like, there's tribes and even places you can still go to now where... Homosexual, like homosexuality whatever. is a thing, thing. Like, and homosexuality wasn't even a word because it didn't even matter. Yeah, like we were talking about that in my queer study class. Oh, we were literally yeah, talking about that. studies too. Yeah, we were yeah. literally talking about Molly, that. Molly, that's her name. When it became. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Molly. <laughs> anyway, Molly. Yes. Molly. It's like Molly. Not, but um, yeah, we were literally talking about that. First of all, it wasn't even like a name. So we were talking about how it conceptualized to being a name because people were just doing it. And then a name emerged to right. homosexuality. Yeah, because when they realized that they could, it's like, um, I'm not going to compare it to, but it's comparable in the thing, in the way that it's, it was done. But like when people, when racism, like they, they come up with this, like during the Nazi era, um, well, we're still going on today, but the Nazi, yeah. like Nazi Germany. Um, they said that, what is it, to be blonde hair, blue eyes, whatever, to be the ideal person, mm -hmm. right? Only these people, they want to reproduce, right? So if you have an agenda to push with, and like they always try to say that um, homosexuality is an agenda, right? Mm -hmm. So right. I, what the, the belief that gender is binary or that homosexuality is like a sin or whatever, that's an agenda that they, they, we actually pushed mm -hmm. because we want to whatever it might be, capitalize off of it mm -hmm. in whatever way it might be. It's like we say racism, there's certain things that people say because they want to capitalize off of it, mm -hmm. right? Systems, like the systems, education system, jail system, it's all like that for a reason. Police brutality, all that, that's all emerged for a reason. We keep the education system in the hood low because we don't want these kids to ever yeah. make, right? We want uh, the wealth to stay on our end. Mm -hmm. We don't, um, we put black people at alarmingly high rates in jail because we want to produce, like, we want, uh, was it, cheap labor. Yeah. Right? So it's all that is well, an agenda. are gone once you go to jail. Right. That's a, that's the same <laughs> Welcome agenda. Welcome to Disney, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's the same agenda they're pushing with, like, this heterosexuality. Was, oh, that word even came, like, in the, like, late 1800s. So yeah. it's like... <sighs> it's just crazy. I don't get why people... Why straight people feel the need that gay people have to come out? Like you're not coming out, like, right? That's another just, thing. Everybody feels like they have to project their being and their energy onto you. Like they need right. to know that if you're you don't gay put or it something. On, if you don't put it on Instagram, yeah, it's not like true. You or if you're to. not like, I feel like especially in this day and age, I feel like if I walk into a room and I don't already say my position, then I have no control over the room. I feel like people expect you to fit into this stereotypical. Um, flamboyant type of gay and there's a spectrum of gays there are athletic gays not saying that they're more masculine than the feminine gays but like there's different types of gays and for you to just think one stereotype is telling me that you're not cultured yeah. it's just annoying okay so the thread on um the shade room talked about black trans girls, girls rock. rock and they were talking about how pose NAACP, they did not accept the pose as a nomination. The award that celebrates representation. So there's an award that separates, celebrates. There's an award that rep, that represents yeah. representation <laughs> at the NAACP awards. Yeah. So it said on Wednesday the Isn't NAACP. That the whole awards? Yeah, basically. <laughs> the whole awards is talking about black representation. There shouldn't be a separate category though. Like yeah. just include it in the category for black whatever we're doing here. 
Like, how are you going to have a separate category for representation? That's true. Inside a representation, something that you had to make because they didn't allow you in. So they don't moonlight like, well, that's black. <laughs> but if I could think of a white, uh, gay, white film, like, they still put them in the regular categories, mm-hmm. right? But anyway, I digress. Continue. Yeah, it was crazy. So they didn't, um, they were going, everybody was going off about that, how they weren't accepted into the NAACP's awards. And I think that's completely valid for people to be fucking pissed off because they act their asses off on Pose. Do you watch Pose? No, I always wanted to, though. The first season was... um, Great. It was a little shaky with the acting. Uh-huh. Not lie. Like it was a little okay. shaky or whatever. <laughs> but um if you keep on watching, you can see the chemistry built between the actors and the actresses and they start to get better and better and better. So they're on their second season now, so for them to completely neglect them out of the award ceremony is ridiculous. Like fuck that. They deserve an award. So and they deserve an award at the NAACP awards. Right. Like what? Yeah, all awards. Of all know. awards. Like, right. so, like so I can see why they're mad. I would true. like to have like I don't want to say a problematic straight person on my podcast, but I would like to have somebody Who's with like, a different point of view. Podcast, and that needs to be a video. Why they're so stuck <laughs> in it. Yeah, that does need to be a video. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, why they're stuck on well, the concept. I think of most people gender always identity. use the Bible as it's, uh, it's in the Bible. Yeah. And that's the end of it. That's so crazy to me. Yeah. It's I literally don't... so crazy to me because you can, there is so many things in the Bible that you can switch up, flip over the words, lose a word, add a word, and then it be right. You know what I mean? So you cannot say that and apply it to every situation. Right. Like, who says make sense. the Bible? Like, I, you know, I believe, in, I believe in God. I believe there's a higher power. Um, but I think for people to take a book who we don't know who wrote it, mm-hmm. like, we know, okay, we can write, oh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, we know the names, what they tell us, who wrote it. None of us were alive when this book came in, like, was written. <laughs> Period. Like, <laughs> And there's, like, different versions of the Bible because people yeah. have taken stuff out and put stuff in. Exactly, like, like New Testimony, version. Old Testimony. Yeah, the, the King James Version, different versions of the Bible. And then, not only that, but, like, anybody could, let's say anybody 100 years ago could take a part out of the Bible or rewrote some and started printing copies of it. Yeah. And you said, oh, well, God said this in 15. Like, yeah, I get it. I think a lot of stuff in the Bible is definitely useful. It can be used as a tool. But when we sit here and we say God wrote the Bible, God did not write the Bible. Mm-hmm. There's people, someone wrote the Bible. Somebody wrote the words that are in it. Um, and people are saying like, oh, it's inspired by God. I can write anything I want and say it's inspired by God. Mm-hmm. There are bad people in the world. There's that can write anything and say it's inspired by God. Yeah. The Ku Klux Klan. Everything they do, oh, they God. say is inspired by God. Not today. Do we believe that? No, we don't. So how can we sit here and say that somebody wrote a book 5,000 years ago and it's inspired by God? Yeah. That's what I'm going to follow for the rest of my life. Yeah. There's th- good things in the Bible that we can take out, read, and use it in our everyday lives. But you're not going to sit here and tell me I have to follow that because it's in the Bible. Do you think you being forced to go to church made you not want to go even more? No. You don't think so? It was boring. Oh, it was boring. I was I'm Catholic, so the Catholic Church is it's just boring. Yeah. It's, it's boring. The people who installed the if you've ever been in a Catholic Church, <laughs> the pictures, the stained windows, the statues, they show all these white people with straight hair putting the Bible's <laughs> written about people in the yeah. Middle East or in, in Very black European. people. Yeah, like, it, don't, it don't make no sense. <laughs> just in, I learned about it in my African American class. It's called the God Complex. Where did you th- take that at the school that we used to go to? I'm yes, not going to say the name because I'm not giving them no fucking clout because I owe uh, them debt, period, uh, period. Same. You're not but picking up a check off of me, yes, sweetie. <laughs> yes, I did. And it's so I'm so grateful for the, the professor. He's so good. The God Complex is um, 
white people, they believe white is good. God, uh, God is white. I am God because I am white. That's the God complex. So mm -hmm. they believe that since we made this picture that shows what Jesus looked like and I look like him, then I'm I'm Jesus and I'm what I'm right. I'm I'm the um ideal person. The superior being. Not knowing that white is a recessive trait, but I digress. Oh god, that's problematic as well. <laughs> it's the truth, but I agree. Yes, <laughs> but I feel like that is why people are more spiritual more than ever. Especially oh. our um, generation. Definitely more spiritual than religious because we oh. I feel like for me, speaking from my um, point of view, I feel like it's more reasonable to be spiritual because you can like find a sense of yourself and being in the universe or God whoever you believe in but you don't necessarily have to follow rules you just have to be morally correct if that makes sense like you know what I mean like have morals to a certain yeah. extent yeah. and work on you being you but you don't always have to go to church you don't need a structure like that but you can read the bible and things of that nature right. I'm not realizing that like I couldn't have like I might not have woken up just for a simple reason. Like, I might have gotten in a car accident. Like, you know, just like simple every stuff. day is a blessing. Right. Some people can't walk. Some people can't do this. People are uncomfortable. Their back hurts. And this they can't move, can't function. And I'm just sitting here just going through life, not saying nothing, not thinking, being grateful or nothing. So I'm working on that. You're working on your inner self. Yes. Let's move on to our next segment. But that was a long one. That was a really long segment. But we had though. to get a lot of shit off of our yeah, chest because the media one. this week was just crazy. Yes. It was crazy. All, all weeks. Yes. Okay, so our next segment is Your Wild and Sweetie, where we talk about who has been doing the absolute most from last week and this week or this week. Right. So let's get into some things. Who's your wild and sweetie? So who's wild this week? So <laughs> like I said let's earlier, I was talking about these compliments that we get that are just not really compliments. So I asked my Instagram, where are some compliments they get that, you know, aren't really compliments? Mm -hmm. Some of them are whack. I said... Are y'all serious? I'm trying to get some controversial, like, you know, like, what are y'all talking about? One lady said, I hope she enlists this. <laughs> if you do, oh well. Um, she said... Hi, get to know me. <laughs> <laughs> right. She said, um, Subscribe. I was wearing a dress, and someone said, "Did you? Uh, that's a nice dress. Did you make it? And I was like, what? <laughs> I said, that's, is that offensive? Like, I'm confused. And then, does that mean... <laughs> Um, Wait, like, how did that make you feel, though? Like, I was just like, and, and she was a caucasoid. <laughs> um, I just said... That explains a lot because if that's the compliment you get that it bothers you, you do not experience the same things I experienced. Yes. Like, so then my one uh, one girl I went to uh, high school and middle school with, she said, you're pretty for a black girl, which is a common one that everybody, a lot, not everybody, a lot of people. Mm -mm. I don't a like lot that of people get, all, like... It's like, you're pretty for a black girl. Like, I don't even want to say that anymore. It's like European standards of beauty have clogged people's minds and even black people's minds. Literally. Um, because... Um, what the no, like uh, literally yes. black people's minds too. Like, like, like I was traumatized. Saying, I was <laughs> that'll be blurted out. <laughs> anyway, I went out this past weekend, and like I was saying about the guy that came up to me, um, another guy came up to me, um, and his friend had tried to talk to me earlier that I even remember. I was like, I'm confused. What are you talking about? Um, and he said, I don't know. He thought you were so beautiful. I don't know. My, it might have been the hair. And mm. I said, mind you, just another dark skinned man who has locks saying, I don't know, it might have been the hair. And I said, so it couldn't possibly be anything else Yeah. but my hair. Mind you, my hair looks like how I look now. So I was just like, um, are you trying to say that, like, I'm ugly? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just like, what, yeah. do, you, what do you mean it might have been the hair? And like, like hello, confused. I have a whole face here. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> but it's not even that. It's not. I don't even care like, like that. But I just mean, like, the way you're saying it, like, it might have been the hair. It's because you like natural hair or is yeah. it because it's, like, a fetish or do you think it's because... 
I couldn't possibly be. I thought of it in a way like because I'm dark skinned. Comparison to my friend I was with, mm-hmm. that I'm dark skinned and it couldn't possibly be anything else but my hair. But I don't know. I don't know. You it think was, so? <sighs> who knows? Did you ask him though? Come on now. I did. I'm really. Oh. Yeah. I said. What, what do you, you mean? I don't know. I don't know. I said, what do you, what do you mean? I don't know. I said, okay. I don't know. I'm like, okay, whatever. I turned around, but then my friend started going here. What do you mean? I said, all right, come on. Let's go. <laughs> but, she yeah. started walling out. And She's then, in the segment, too. I know. <laughs> and then my another girl said, um, someone asked about her hair, said, oh, your hair is nice. Did you change it? Or something like that. Like, her hair was... Um, it went from like curly to straight or something. Yeah, let's just say her hair was natural and then she got a, a, a weave. Mm-hmm. They're saying, "Oh, your hair's nice. Did you, your hair got so long? Was what you do white? to it? Was this girl white? No, this girl's black. Everybody was black, but no, the the person was saying to the black girl, like, oh yeah, was the person that I was oh, asking? The, oh yes. Okay, white, I was about course. to say, sure, <laughs> not, you know, black chocolate join, like the, asking smiling, that dumbass right. question. And it's funny, I was just sending me a skateboard emoji. I was confused. <laughs> But yes, that's all I got. Everybody's walling. Y'all need to check your anti-black. <laughs> Yo, not a skateboard emoji. What were they trying to do with that? I don't know. Well, somebody didn't even follow me. I don't know. Spam. I don't know. But um, I think we all need to check our anti-black um, thoughts because we all have them. We all raised in an anti-black society. We all think we just maneuver that way just because that's how we're, you know, we're raised. Um, not only that, but we have to check our own toxic comments like, not even they're not anti-black, just toxic comments. We have to think before we speak. Seriously. Please. Please, please. You got one? Yeah, I have one, but mine is like typical. Like every like when I walk into a room or when I talk to somebody, they're always just like, oh, like I tell them what I do and I tell them my model or whatever. They're like, oh, you look like a model. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Because you don't like when people say that? I don't like when people say that because it's, I think it's extremely problematic. I think it also follows into like True. Americanization and True. fucking things of that nature. And I feel like if I was dark skinned, my, I would still be the shit. They would never say you And like if I had vitiligo, I would be lit. Like, right. I don't care. I find beauty and uniqueness. So right. for you to say, I look, look like, like a, model a model just because I have light skins. I have light skin and I have light eyes. It's just like, True. it's not offensive. It's like okay. a thank you, but it's like at the same time, I realize other people look just as lit as me and you can't see that because you're and so honestly, a lot of that hypnotized might... by fucking society. Yeah. You know and, what a mean? Lot, and a lot of times you might look at yourself and just think I look like everybody else that's doing what I want to do. Yes. Or like... I feel that a lot. Or you might even think you might feel bad for other people you know who are models because people look at you and say something like that. Mm-hmm. So you might get more opportunities than them because people don't think that if they're dark skinned or if they have something else that... Yeah, know, like they, I want yeah. people to love them that for makes them, sense. Cause we literally. Said, what? Uh, but yeah, but I Yeah. Sure. No, I want people to love them for them. And then another like segue into that is when people compare me to another light skinned nigga that I look absolutely <laughs> nothing like, that I look absolutely nothing hilarious. like. I will like, they will tell me that I look like somebody that I look nothing like, like completely nothing like, but just because we have light skin and light eyes, oh, we're family. Like that is not my cousin. I don't know him. Give me an example. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I get Don Benjamin a lot. Who the fuck is that? The guy that was on America's Next Top Model with the light eyes, um, light skin. Yeah, Google him, search him right now, real um, quick. And then the guy from, I also get the guy from Grey's Anatomy, Avery. Oh, okay, I can see that. I can yeah, see, that. see, even oh. you. Like, <laughs> yeah, I can see that, but I don't think I would ever say that to you. Though. Yeah, like, you look like, I get uh, that, what's his name? I get I that so much, it's crazy, and it's just <laughs> like. even you, see, look. <laughs> it's so crazy because. 
people will literally say I look like any nigga with light skin and light eyes. And it's just, at the same time, I get that they're attractive and you're trying to compliment me, but no, I'm my own person and I'm doing my own things. Yeah, to an extent, like repetitive. Yeah, it gets repetitive and it gets annoying. And I really feel you on the modeling um, aspect. That ends our segments, though. Yes, it does. Any final words? Stay positive. Stay positive. That's a fucking word. Pray if you're religious. If you're not, affirmations. Affirmations. <laughs> Great affirmations. Finishing each other's sentences. Yeah. <laughs> um. And um. Just stay true to you. That's all I got. Yeah. Final sign off. My final sign off is keep it pushing. Literally, just keep going. Like it's gonna come for you. It may not feel like your winning season now, but it's going to be your winning season eventually, okay? Amen. That wraps up our episode for Catch Your Life. And until next time, see you guys. Toodles. Bye.